Chapter thirty two of Divine Healing by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Full salvation, our high privilege. Please turn with me to the fifteenth chapter of Luke and read the thirty first verse. The Father said, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. Some time ago, when at Northfield, I was told by Mr. Moody that the best thing that he had heard at Keswick two years ago was this verse, given by some parting minister as a closing or parting text, and Mr. Moody said to himself, Why did I not see that before? We may talk a great deal and write a great deal about the father's love to the prodigal, but when we think of the way he treated the elder brother, it brings to our hearts a truer sense of the wonderful love of the father, therefore i want to speak on this verse i suppose there are not a few christians here who have got full salvation but perhaps more than half of those present have not got it and if i were to ask you have you got it you would probably say i don't understand what you mean by it what is it well the great object of our convention is to bring you to see that full salvation is waiting for you now that God wants you to experience it, and, if you feel you have not got it, we wish to show you how wrong it is to be without it, and then to show you how to come out of the wrong life into the right one, here and now. Oh, may all who have not got the experience pray very humbly, Oh, my Father, bring me into the full enjoyment of thy full salvation. In considering this verse we shall notice, first, the high privilege of God's children, second the low experience of many of them third the great cause of this discrepancy fourth the way of restoration or how to get full salvation first then the elder son being ever with his father had if he liked the privilege of two things unceasing fellowship and unlimited partnership but he was worse than the prodigal for although always at home yet he had never known nor enjoyed nor understood the privileges that were his all this fullness of fellowship had been waiting for and offered to him but not received while the prodigal was away from home in the far country his elder brother was far from the enjoyment of home while he was at home unceasing fellowship an earthly father loves his child and delights to make his child happy god is love and he delights to pour out his own nature to his people so many people talk about god hiding his face but there are only two things that ever caused god to do so sin or unbelief nothing else can it is the very nature of the sun to shine and it can't help shining on and on god is love and speaking with all reverence he can't help loving we see his goodness toward the ungodly and his compassion on the erring but his fatherly love is manifested toward all his children ever with me but you say is it possible to be always happy and dwelling with god yes certainly and there are many scripture promises as to this look at the epistle to the hebrews where we read of boldness to enter within the veil how often too does david speak of hiding in the secret of his tabernacle and dwelling under the shadow of the almighty my message is that the lord your god desires to have you living continually in the light of his countenance 
your business your temper your circumstances of which you complain as hindering are they stronger than god if you come and ask god to shine in and upon you you will see and prove that he can do it and that you as a believer may walk all the day and every day in the light of his love that is full salvation ever with thee i never knew it lord and so i did not enjoy it but i do now unlimited partnership all i have is thine the elder son complained of the father's gracious reception of the prodigal of all the feasting and rejoicing over his return while to him had never been given a kid that he might make merry with his friends the father in the tenderness of his love answers him son you were always in my house you had only to ask and you would have got all you desired and required and that is what our father says to all his children but you are saying i am so weak i cannot conquer my sins i can't manage to keep right i can't do this and the other thing no but god can and all the time he is saying to you all i have is thine for in christ i have given it to you all the spirit's power and wisdom all the riches of christ all the love of the father there is nothing that i have but is thine i as god am god that i may love keep and bless thee thus god speaks but it seems all a dream to some why are you so poor god's word is sure and does he not promise all this see in john chapters fourteen to sixteen how he tells us that we may have wonderful answers to prayer if we come in jesus name and abide in him do we really believe that it is possible for a christian to live such a life now we have looked at this high privilege which is for all so we pass on to consider our second point the low experience of many of god's dear children what is it just living in poverty and starvation the elder son the child of a rich man living in utter poverty never had a kid while all that was his father's was his just exactly the state of many a child of god the way he wants us to live is in the fullest fellowship of all his blessings yet what a contrast ask some if their lives are full of joy why they don't even believe it is possible to be always happy and holy how could we get on thus in business they say and they imagine that the life of fullest blessing possible to them must be one of sighing and sadness and sorrow i asked a dear woman at the cape a devoted christian woman how she was getting on she answered that in her experience it was sometimes light and sometimes darkness and argued that as this was so in nature the same thing held good in the kingdom of grace so she just gave herself up to a wretched experience but i don't read in the bible that there is to be any night or darkness in the believer's experience on the contrary i read thy son shall no more go down yet there are many who actually believe that there is nothing so good for them as i said already nothing can hide god from us but sin and unbelief if you are in spiritual poverty and there is no joy no experience of victory over sin temper wandering why is it so oh you say i'm too weak i must fall but does not scripture say that he is able to keep you from falling stumbling a minister once told me that although god is able the verse does not say he is willing to do it god does not mock us beloved if he says he is able then it is a proof of his willingness to do it 
do let us believe god's word and examine our own experience in the light of it again are you working and bearing much fruit for god and do people by your life see and say god is with that man keeping him humble pure and heavenly minded or are they forced to confess that you are just a very ordinary christian easily provoked worldly and not heavenly minded that is not the life god wants us to live brethren we have a rich father and as no true earthly father would like to see his child in rags or without shoes and proper clothing etc neither does our god but he wishes to fill up our life with richest and choicest blessings how many sunday school teachers there are who teach and teach and hope for the conversion of their scholars but yet they can't say god uses them to the conversion of any of them they enjoy no close fellowship with god no victory over sin no power to convince the world to which class do you belong the low level or the fully possessed confess it today these two sons represent two classes of christians the prodigal away backslidden the elder son out of full fellowship with god they were alike poor and the elder son needed as great a change as did the prodigal he needed to repent and confess and claim his full privileges and so ought all low-level christians to repent confess and claim full salvation oh both of you come today and say father i have sinned now we ask what is the cause of this terrible discrepancy why the great difference in the experience i wonder ask yourself what is the reason i am not enjoying this full blessing god's word speaks of it others speak of it and i see some who are living in it oh do ask the reason come to god and say why is it i never live the life you want me to live you will find the answer in our story the elder son had an unchildlike spirit and entertained wrong thoughts about his father and if you had known the real character of your father your life would have been all right you have as it were said i never got a kid to make merry my father is rich but he never gives i have prayed quite enough but god does not answer me i hear other people say that god fills and satisfies them but he never does that for me a dear minister told me once that such a life was not for everybody that it was of god's sovereignty to give this to whomsoever he pleased friends there is no doubt as to god's sovereignty he dispenses his gifts as he will we are not all paul's or peter's places at the right and left hand of god are prepared for whomsoever he will but this is not a matter of divine sovereignty it is a question of child's heritage the father's love offers to give to every child in actual experience his full salvation now look at an earthly father his children are of various ages but all have equal right to the joy of their father's countenance true he gives to his son of twenty years more money than to the son of five and he has more to speak of to the boy of fifteen than to the child of three but as regards his love toward them it is all the same and in their privileges as children they are all alike and god's love to his dear children is all the same oh do not try to throw the blame on god but say i have had hard thoughts of thee o god and i have sinned as a father i have done for my children what i did not believe god was able and willing to do for me and i have been lacking in childlike faith 
oh do believe in the love the willingness and the power of god to give you full salvation and a change must surely come now let us consider the way of restoration how to get out of this poor experience the prodigal repented and so must those children of god who have been living within sight of but not enjoying his promises conversion is generally sudden and a long repentance is usually a long impenitence many in the church of christ think it must take a long time to get into full salvation yes it will take a long time if you are to do it yourself indeed you never will no no friend if you come and trust god it can be done in a moment by god's grace give yourself up to him don't say what's the use it will do no good but put yourself as you are in sin and weakness into the bosom of your father god will deliver you and you will find that it is only one step out of the darkness into the light say father what a wretch i have been in being with thee and yet not believing thy love to me yes i come to-day with a call to repent addressed not to the unsaved but to those who know what it is to be pardoned for have you not sinned in the hard thoughts you have had of god and is there not a longing a thirsting and hungering after something better come then repent and just believe that god does blot out the sin of your unbelief do you believe it oh do not dishonor god by unbelief but come to-day and confidently claim full salvation then trust in him to keep you this seems difficult to some but there is no difficulty about it god will shine his light upon you always saying son thou art ever with me and all you have to do is to dwell in and walk in that light i began by saying there are two classes of christians those who enjoy full salvation and those who do not understand about it well if it is not clear to you ask god to make it clear but if you do understand about it remember it is a definite act just let yourself go into the arms of god hear him say all is thine then you say praise god i believe i accept i give up myself to him and i believe god gives himself now to me End of chapter 32